You can do it. Yes, you can. I'm Brie Pruitt. Help me understand your trouble, your struggle. I'll build you up. I'm Brie Pruitt. You're my buttercup. You're listening to You Can Do It with Brie Pruitt, the weekly pep talk podcast for all the things we struggle with. I am Brie Pruitt coming to you live from the studio in Glendale, California. That's the traditional land of the Tongva, Tatapian, and Chumash people. Sending all my energy right now to all the good and gentle listeners. My dear sweet chicken tenders. Holding you in my arms of my mind. <laughs> this March day. Um, and I just invite you in. I invite you into the podcast. Take a seat on this heirloom dining chair. Yeah, it's just a simple wood chair um you know it's been passed down you know families to family just living a whole life with a whole family generations you know and and you find it on like a like a third date at an estate sale you know and you go on you marry that man and then you have that chair and and you tell the story of where he found it together and then it and then it is at your estate sale so it's a really, really well-loved chair. And you're welcome to take a seat in it. Welcome to the show. It's a, it's a chair-heavy episode. Uh, it's a great, great episode. We had uh, my dear friend Gwen Sunkel from Indianapolis. She is a really funny comedian. And um, she is making making it work in the Pando being a solo solo resident of her home. And she um, shared a struggle of having a chore that's gotten away from her, okay? And I completely and fully relate to anyone who has been buried in a chore. Um, you know, I, I've, I've been through episodes where <laughs> I'm so, I was so bad at housework for a while in my 20s that after, like, there are a few apartments where I, needed to move out and I was like um mom <laughs> I'm supposed to be out tomorrow and I need some help and Nana and mom it was my first apartment I remember this and my Nana and mom came to my house and cleaned my apartment be and we all did it together because I I just I did not know how to clean many things um Gwen knows how to clean many things but she just has a laundry pile that's gotten away from her we totally relate we all relate laundry I think is is maybe a very daunting chore to many um I would say laundry and dishes I think are on would be the on the uh, family feud you know Steve Harvey would say survey say and it would be laundry dishes probably take the garbage out that would be on my list do not care to take the garbage out if you live with me you're taking the garbage out buddy I'll do everything else but uh, one thing I, I struggled with in this pep talk with Gwen is that I kind of, I feel myself and, you know, good and gentle listener, you've been with me, you know what I'm trying to do here. I'm just trying to build them up, just trying to build up my little buttercups. Um, and sometimes I veer into this is how you should do it with Brie Pruitt. And that's not what we're doing. We're doing an, a pep talk podcast, but sometimes I just... You know, she's a big sister. She wants to give advice. She wants to give support or tough love, which nobody asked for. <laughs> but, he, you know, this is a pep talk podcast, not a tough love podcast. So I, um, I, you know, I'm sending Gwen extremely gentle energy. Um, 
And I wanted to, what I did not say is one thing I like to do when it's a, a something like this, where it's a system, a way of doing something like a chore. And sometimes I just like to visualize how it's going to go and pave it in gold. That's like a visualization I do like, okay, I need to do this, 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 this. Here's my footsteps on the floor. Like, you know, when you take a <laughs> in a goofy cartoon when you take a dance class and you follow the footprints on the ground that's how you do it and you, you make those footprints in gold and then you just boom 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 visualization techniques at the at the jump okay let's get into it um i you know she doesn't have a lot of gas in the tank it's been a heavy heavy couple weeks so i'm just going to keep it moving gang you know what's happening you know not a lot of good things. <laughs> but um, yes, this is a podcast. So I got to, you know, I got to do the thing where I say, please subscribe to the podcast and review it and follow us on the social medias. So you can do a podcast on Instagram. Um, I'm doing a show. I'm doing two shows this week. I'm doing two shows on virtual shows. Are we going to be doing shows in person? Yes. Yes, we will. But now, we're still doing shows online. And you know what? They're fun. And, you know, let's enjoy that. So <laughs> come on out on uh, 324. You might be listening to it on 324. Um, that is a Wednesday. Uh, it's called Self-Care Comedy, and it's on Instagram. And it's free, and you know what? It's going to be fun. But a very different comedy experience is going to be my show on 326, where I am uh, going to be featuring uh, on a show called Deanne Smith and Acquaintances. Deanne Smith, hilarious Canadian gem uh she she li they uh she lives in uh la now but very very funny cameron esposito i'm Brucha are gonna be on that show they're so great come on out get your ticks. it's gonna be more a more meaty evening uh self-care comedy you know on ig live accessible okay um and then all that information is on my instagram i always put that stuff on my instagram y'all it's pep talk time let me get right into it i'm gonna keep it i'm gonna keep it pretty chill i'm gonna keep everything chill because you know just trying to keep it light and fun today and the pep talk is about the ergonomic chair that i have purchased uh just for context i have purchased an ergonomic chair and it is more kneeling than sitting uh i am currently perched upon it like a tweety bird or a a, a gargoyle a dragon in weight um <laughs> A, a like a tech startup uh wunderkind is how i feel like i'm sitting uh just adjust a little bit it's very hard on your shins this kind of sitting it's it's more as i said like it's butt but also shins are part of the chair i'm not doing a great job of explaining what the chair is but um it's 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 really changed the whole game uh, for me, I, I'm not comfortable. Um, I've, Amazon reviews said that perhaps my shins would take some time to uh, toughen up, but um, I, I'm having some. I've been having some back pain with the chair that I have, which is beautiful. Now I got this weird Scandinavian, you know, freaking IKEA donut in my living room. Not my beautiful pink wing back, but. Um, so the pep talk is like, I do not like this chair, but I think it is helping my back. 
I, I think, you know, the resource that I need to consider is time, right? The Amazon thing said it'll take some time, so it'll take some time. And really, like, let's – the macro is what even is sitting, what even is what we do all day, like, which is just to reach out on a keyboard to connect with people. So the next, the next redesign is redesigning work. Like, we should not be reaching out to a keyboard. Like, there should be a million different ergonomic things. But for now – <laughs> we're just going to play. We're just going to play with what our body likes and uh, we'll figure it out. Is there any magic to bring in? Um, okay, I'm going to bring in the magic of like, <laughs> this is so stupid. Like 2001, um, the film, the Kubrick film, where the, you know, the chimpanzees, they grab the bones and they discover tools and then like all the evolution happens in a moment okay I'm breaking that in so everything I need to learn about sitting and posture I like learn instantly and it's like like a monolith <laughs> like 2001 da, da, da. Da, da. you know and then it's just like boom they get it they know that's what's going to be like with my body and sitting in this fucking crazy chair or I'll figure out something else and whatever it'll be, it'll be like a huge leap in technology and learning for my body. Wow. Pretty exciting. Pretty exciting magic that came through right in the, <laughs> right at the uh, buzzer there. So it's time for a rant. Um, you know, I do, I do a rant for balance. Can't be all sweetie pie shit. You know, I gotta get real, gotta release some rant energy and you know what? I have a lot of rant energy, everyone. We've begun uh, Aries season. You know, this is not an astrology podcast, but we do know, acknowledge that we've begun Aries season. Aries season is kind of a fighting time, you know, kind of a fiery time. And uh, a lot of fucking shit's been happening. A lot of people have been acting all evil out there. And it makes me mad. It makes me mad. The misinformation that's going on out there makes me mad to watch the news cycle you know your girl works in social media for her day job and so I'm watching the news cycle it's very frustrating see people acting so foolish the foolish hot takes you know um sending all my sending all my love to anyone who has suffered you know a, a loss because of firearms and and shout out to everyone who is you know, their wounds are all kicked up because of the, you know, events in Atlanta and Boulder, Colorado, um, holding you in my heart, if that is in the case. And, and of course, holding those people in my heart. I, you know what, I was, I was talking to a dear friend of mine, Zach Toscani, friend of the podcast, about thoughts and prayers and how the phrase thoughts and prayers got, um, fell out of fashion I think in part because of those South Park guys, because um, they were making fun of it. I think it was after um, Caitlyn Jenner, you know, was on the cover of Annie Fair. And, you know, I don't I don't remember. But thoughts and prayers are important. <laughs> it's really if I'm going through something and you send me some thoughts and prayers, honey, I would appreciate it. And because I I, I mean, what's better is like active support. Sure. <laughs> You know, it's better than thoughts and prayers any day of the week, like a bouquet of flowers and a sleeve of Oreos. <laughs> okay, no shit, but thoughts and prayers also pretty good. 
Um, I love when people th- are thinking about me <laughs> and praying about me. Aw, praying for all of you. Uh, but listen, I don't have that. That wasn't the real rant. I guess that was a mini rant about thoughts and prayers. But um, the real rant today is going to be about something silly because I just can't get into it. So uh, the rant today is about James Harden. James Harden. Wow, we love him. He's a you know fucking freight train. Um, he just defeated my poor my poor Blazers. So I'm going to rip him to shreds. I'm going to ri- no, I'm not. I'm going because really, what's so frustrating me about James Harden is he is so good at basketball he's so good at drawing fouls he's a fucking freight train and you know what he's kind of a big boy I like it he's juicy he's got he's super super thick and I'm so jealous that he's so good at basketball you know and and it and really he's teaching me a lot about my own internalized fat phobia because I never thought that's you know thickums could just run shit out there on the court He's got so much confidence. I bet he's a Leo. I fucking feel like he is. James Harden, Zodiac. I'll tell you what. He, August 26th, Virgo. Virgo? It's Virgo. Yeah. Um, I know another Virgo with that birthday, and they're a similar vibe. Interesting, interesting. Listen, everybody, this is not an astrology podcast. This is not a basketball podcast either, but uh, yeah, we, we, you know, it's, it's frustrating how charming James Harden is, how expressive his face is, how perfect he is at memes. Um, If you're not familiar with basketball, you know, you, you need to know that there is like, you know, someone with like a full dramatic uncle vibe is just just doing really good. And he just moved to Brooklyn and, um, and you know, I shout out to all the, you know, he's problematic. He wore a fucking, um, uh, police blue lives matter flag mask and put it on Instagram for some reason. Listen, he's problematic, problematic Bay, um, problematic anti-hero, but you know, undeniable, undeniable freight train of talent, uh, taking over the NBA. And frankly, um, it's, it's you know it's it's visibility for for fat bitches <laughs> in the NBA. Shout out James Harden. Okay, uh, I want to wrap this up. Uh, oh, I cheered myself up. I was I was having a hard time, guys. I cheered myself up. It's gonna be a great episode with Gwen. Uh, to round it out, I pulled a tarot card for all of you, good and gentle uh, listeners. The tarot card I pulled. Oh, new tarot deck, everybody. Fresh cherry, fresh out of that packaging. Mmm. Can you smell it? Can you smell? Let me give you a little. Ooh, baby, those are fresh cards, honey. Uh, this is this is a great. I'm very excited about this tarot deck. It's from uh from the '90s <laughs> and beyond. Rachel True from uh, Half Baked, The Craft, uh, I believe Clueless, the series. She's a great actress, and um, she's got like a lot of natural hair influencer, like natural beauty influencer content online and she released a tarot deck and y'all it's beautiful it's animated it's a lot of women of color you know that's what we we need in the tarot deck and I pulled a card for my good and gentle listeners from Rachel True's new tarot deck called True Heart and the card that I pulled was the Ace of Swords mental clarity dexterity um I pulled up what Rachel wrote about the Ace of Swords in her book that accompanies the deck might as well go to the source. And I really love how she writes about tarot. She's like, this is what the low vibe of the card is. And this is what the high vibe of the card is. 
ah, man, it's cool when people who are like your exact demographic start making products for you. You know, it's like Seth Rogen and Rachel True fucking work. <laughs> Let's go. Shut up and take my money, as the children say. So for the low vibes, um, you know, it's indecisiveness, confusion, not listening to your intuition, high vibes, intuition, clarity, figuring shit out with your mental dexterity and the and the and the good juice. I tend to think of it, you know, the sword is like, you know, she's all shiny. It's more of like you don't even have to use the sword so much as like indicate where you're going with it. Um I don't know if that makes sense. I just think of like how you hold a sword and like how you do stuff with a sword. It's like you, there's not a lot to it. You know, it's like the, like kind of how a mental mental energy works. Like you really start applying yourself, you cut right through it. That's the tarot card. And astrology. You know, this isn't an astrology podcast, but, you know, we like to acknowledge what's going on in the sky. It is Aries season. All of a sudden, wow, out of nowhere. What, a, what an Aries vibe. Um, so, you know, it's it's feisty. It's uh, starting shit, starting projects, you know, using that flame energy. And then we've got a full moon in Libra coming very soon. So just take care of your hearts, everybody. As always, uh, it's very, you know, exhausting out there. So, you know, hope you enjoy this conversation with Gwen. It was a lot of fun. We, we have fun together. Uh, she was great. So please enjoy this episode talking about laundry with Gwen's uncle. And we're back. It's You Can Do It with Brie Pruitt. I'm joined today by my guest, Gwen Sunkle. Hey. Hi. Welcome. How's it going? Thanks. Thank you for being here. Um, this is a pep talk podcast. I, uh, uh, you know, I, I bring in comedians. I bring in guests. You are a comedian extraordinaire from oh, the- please very you know the very the center of the country the beating heart of america um yes. is where you reside are you yes. from um the, that area or, or are you from elsewhere yeah you know I'm, I'm from uh, I, I live in indianapolis now and uh yeah i we we moved around a lot when i was a kid but um i've lived in indianapolis the last like 15 years so i feel like i get to claim it i love it and so we finally have a real american on this podcast which is great because so wow. far we've only had um west and east coast elitists so this is very good yeah you guys are really gonna see the the struggle from the heartland that which is where we met actually because we yes. met in cincinnati right you were yeah. at go bananas comedy club yeah oh bananas i love indianapolis um yes. and and it's funny your backdrop is the golden girls and indianapolis famously has the best golden girls mural at it's in uh, bloomington at the back oh, door bloomington that's yes. a different city yeah it's but it's very close by um close by. and they are also like a kind of misfit liberal city in a, <laughs> in a big uh like red state so like yeah I, I can see how you would mix this up <laughs> do you think of indianapolis as also a uh like a more conservative city or do you think it a bit more of a, as a bloomington kind of vibe extension um in a different way, like, um, but I, yeah, I know I definitely think Indianapolis as a, as a whole is a pretty like liberal city. Okay. Chill. Chill. Uh, well, wherever you are, I'm, I'm happy to have you and uh, beaming yeah. into my Glendale studio right now. Um, can you tell us where, where can me and my listeners show up for you in, in life or on the internet? 
Oh, um, if they want to, they can follow me on social media. Uh, I get, I'm at Gwender Woman, which is like mm. Wonder Woman, but Gwen. Um, on, on all the places that you find people. Um, and I am a, a contributor for Off Magazine. So it's AWF Magazine, um, which is, um, I describe it as like the, the gay onion. Uh, <laughs> so it's like, yeah. A, a satire news site for the the queers um go off yeah yeah exactly is it That's an acronym our, uh no it's um when they go low we go off you know i love it yeah fabulous okay well go for sure support gwen song goal at gwender woman and off mag and soon we will be on stage again Oh, and when can't wait. Woo, chomping at the bit, honey. And when we are back on stage, they will need to follow you uh, to see the Absolutely. dates. Uh, yeah. So, and and you, w- would you say you are a, a touring comedian? Would you call yourself a road aficionado? Oh, uh, I mean, I, I get out on the road there, there enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's. Um, it's kind of, I, I'm at this like liminal stage where there's yeah. like, I don't have enough dates to like do it, you know, and no one has enough dates no right now, but it's right like, <laughs> yeah, like this is, and I've heard a couple people talk about it. It's like the hardest spot in comedy because it's like, you still Featuring. have to have a day job Oh yeah, and, and like, um, and then you're, but you're like, you know, trying to be out and booked as many weekends as possible. Um, so it's just like, uh, you can't go part-time on either one, yeah. you know? So. I mean, that's why I moved to LA because it's like, well, this isn't economically feasible for me to just be a stand-up anyway. So I'm just right. in a very yeah. expensive place. Um, well, yeah, wonderful. Well, great. They'll need to follow you for the dates. Um, and you do get around is all I'm saying. I, oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Tell me about it. Um, you know what? If you if you can't find me on uh, Twitter, Instagram, I'm sure my phone number is on a bathroom wall somewhere right. nearby you. So just, just go to a, any bathroom, any, any literally public any bathroom, public bathroom, a library, a like a clinic. Um, yeah. Just- yes uh wendy's uh, uh wendy's <laughs> yes there are a lot of gwen fans at wendy's let me tell you they yeah, love yeah. a square patty okay um <laughs> weird i don't know what that means this is fun um i'm really happy you're here i'm really happy you're in community Thank with me you. Yes. it's time for me I to ask the here. question that i ask every guest on the podcast which is how can i build you up buttercup oh brie i have i have such a <laughs> i so my problem is what I, what I refer to as laundry mountain. <laughs> and um, I have literally not folded laundry since the start of the pandemic. So like wow. in a year, I have not folded laundry yeah. and I'm just living out of this pile of laundry um, on my guest bed. And I, I realized it's like, um, so out here in the Midwest, we got whole extra rooms in our house for when visitors you come bitch. to stay from, from the West Coast. So um, I just like, I normally like pile it all up in there. And then when I get like, you know, I have a movie I want to watch or, you know, podcast I want to listen to, um, I'll, you know, do it all. And I realized it's like, nobody's ever coming over anymore. Um, no one is using my guest room. So I, I, there's no need to tackle laundry mountain. I can just close the door and be done. So 
is your podcast studio where you're taping right now? Is it in the room? No. Okay. No. And no so one you, gets to see that. I, <laughs> I was laundry room. I guess I was not asking to see it, but I was like, I wonder if I can feel it energetically oh, from oh, the mic. I bet you, oh, I'm sure you can. Anyway, it's so, like yelling at me from upstairs. I mean, oh Lord, you have stairs too? Stop yeah. bragging. What are you, a millionaire in Indianapolis? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the previous owner of this home committed suicide in it. So like I got a really great deal on Hilarious. Um, that's absolutely wild. Well, I, and you know, who knows what they killed themselves. So what do you have to be sad about when you got two rooms and a fucking set of stairs? Yeah. 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 It's a real yeah. problem. Mental illness, but, uh, you know, uh, anyway, <laughs> please get help. If you yeah, need it, please get help. Please call grace is fine. Um, th- this podcast is like literally about mental health. So I feel like people will be okay with that joke. <laughs> yes. Yes. Please, please understand. It's yeah. only, only the, the, um, most uh sincere sincere jokes yes from the heart so okay and I kind of cut you off but like okay laundry mountain it's an ongoing thing but it only needs to be addressed when you're in the room uh yes do you think about it any other time oh I think about it constantly (laughs) (laughs) it lives rent free (laughs) in my head at all times Cause, um, it's, it's honestly, it's, it's affecting, um, like my time, um, because it's like, it, it gets to where it's difficult to tell like what's clean and what's dirty. Mm. And, um, you know, there's just like a lot of stuff everywhere. Um, uh, and, and like my cats goes or my cat goes in there and sleeps on it and gets cat hair everywhere. Oh, no, and so, like then stuff that was clean has to be rewashed. Um, and I, it's also like a little bit of just like a catch all, you know, so it's not a hundred percent laundry. It's like 90% laundry, 10% like miscellaneous. You mean other um like textiles or are we talking like a frying pan (laughs) I wouldn't say frying pan but (laughs) like um the I went to the dentist and they give you a little baggie with like a toothbrush and some floss and stuff Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I just put it in there Oh, when no, um, no, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, well, it was like in a box of some other stuff that oh, I was okay. like taking upstairs. So I would, I just like what my my like system of cleaning right now again <laughs> because no one comes over and yeah. this is just for me. Like I, I don't care. You know, is yeah. that I like put stuff in a box, carry it up the stairs to like put it away or whatever it needs to go. Um, but mostly I've just been like setting the box next to Laundry Mountain. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So it's kind of like the moat around laundry yeah. mountain. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Which and then how could you even approach laundry mountain if there's a literal moat around it? Exactly. Exactly. Compounded problems. Oh my god. Truly. Truly. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for bringing this to me. And I fucking hate this for you. And it is not um what I almost said was it is not your fault. And the thing is, (laughs) it's definitely my fault. The thing is, well, here's what I love about this is you're bringing me a problem that has both a physical manifestation and a sort of existential 
um, you know, root of some yeah. kind. And that's what I assume that is why you're bringing it because like, you know, that this is not just a laundry mountain, right? It's, it's something else, you know? Yeah. Um, and, um, because it's it's living rent-free in your brain. If you literally closed the door and you didn't think about Laundry Mountain until you opened the door again, I think that this would not be an issue. And in fact, I would say, go off, enjoy your spare room, however the fuck you want to, because it's your house that you bought from that dead guy. And <laughs> and I, uh, you know, I love that you own your home and like, flex on them girl like let us know I I love it for you you know I I am obsessed with like right now I'm just in a phase where I'm like obsessed with owning stuff and growing your wealth and like kind of just being your own um dad um (laughs) the regard to that stuff so I fucking snaps to you let me start the pep talk with like you own your fucking house way to go all right. All right. All right. Yeah. Two yeah. Rooms and some stairs. You've got some real estate. Um, and so, you know, you're going to continue to work on what makes your house, your home, what makes it work for you, what makes it, um, you know, Gwen's temple of fucking righteousness party or whatever you want. Um, right. and that's part of this. So thank you for bringing that to us. You're welcome. Okay, great. <laughs> okay. So the problem is, yes, extend it, you know, exploring why Laundry Mountain exists and then working to eliminate it, kind of two separate um, problems, but interconnected. And mm-hmm. we will do a deep dive into Gwen's problem struggle when we get back. And we're back. It's You Can Do It with Repruit. We're talking about Laundry Mountain. We're talking about the existential dread that comes with unfinished housework. Which, I mean, that's, that's the, that's the thing. It's like, that's the the problem with housework. It's not even like, oh, I just live in this dirty house. It's like, oh my God, I got to do housework. Like that's the worst part is the should or I got to do something. Yeah. Um, And it's very like, um, I don't need to do this for myself if I'm the only one who's ever going to see it, you know, like. Um, so what's the big deal? And then it becomes very overwhelming. Yeah. Heard. Um, well, I definitely think, you know, the piece of this to look at is it's a fucking pandemic, you know, it's, it's the pando and Mm. there's this huge anxiety that is, is with that. And so, I mean, I think that you know, if, if there were, if, if it if weren't, a, if we weren't in a pando, you would have people over. And so you would have this external pressure to keep your house in a certain way. Yes. But, um, perhaps an opportunity to see what life alone is like and why it's like that. Oh, Oh, okay. And and also snaps for recognizing a situation, you know, you're seeing, you see the laundry mountain, you know, there's more to it. You're like, time to look at this. Yeah, no, this is, this is, um, this is good. This is good. Cause I've, I've brought laundry mountain up to my therapist and she's, and she's just like, oh, it's a pandemic. You're fine. (laughs) 
Fully. And like, she's not wrong. Like, she's not wrong. Like, we're all literally doing the best that we can at all times right now, you know? Um, and so like, I'm not like mad about it at yeah. myself about it, but uh, like, it is stressing me out just from a like visual clutter standpoint and a uh, like inefficiency standpoint, like yeah. I said of time and finding yeah. your stuff. Yeah. And yeah. 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 I mean, the, <laughs> the, the anxiety of it, like, you know, we, yeah. it's a drain, you know, we don't want that for yeah. you, you know? Um, okay. So, you know, you, yeah, I try to look at the macro starting with the macro, which is, you know, it's a pando, um, you are alone. And so you, your behavior alone is differently than it would be with other people. So there's like, mm-hmm. I, to me, there's like an anxiety piece because of, you know, the risks and illness, but there's also like this isolation piece, you know, none of which your fault, um, or a situation, you know, um, okay. Follow-up question to, to continue. What is your laundry situation? Where is the laundry and where is it coming from and going to? Uh, so again, not to flex on the girls, but I do have my own washer and dryer front loaders. Yes. Um, put the detergent right in there. I got some of those wool dryer balls. So, you know, we're, we're, (laughs) we're having a very downy moment. Um, but yeah, so, uh, that is another like kind of hassle about it is that they're like on opposite laundry mountain and where the laundry gets washed are like on opposite ends of the house um and it involves like lugging a bunch of laundry up and down the stairs okay is there a reason for that uh yes (laughs) um I I mean you can only hook up the washer and dryer like so many places yes can your laundry live near your washer and dryer um, not okay. really because like the closets and, you know, okay. my like living dressing space are upstairs. Okay. Is the room that your laundry is, laundry mountain is in, is that also where you get dressed? Um, sometimes. Yeah. Basically it's like, that's just a giant dresser and I walk in and I okay. pick things off of laundry mountain and then like take after take them into the bathroom, like after I shower and put it on. Did you set this up yourself? Laundry mount. <laughs> did you pick up? Did you? It sounds like the layout of your house is was in place before you got there. Correct. Okay. So that's what I'm wondering. Is the, did you just kind of fall into did you live with someone else and they moved out kind of thing or uh or there's just limited layout options? Yeah, just limited layout options. Like the washer and dryer are kind of like on a back porch um, that is like uh, been finished yes. over. And it like the door, the back door is right there. So like people, if I, they come over to go to, uh, out and we're, we're sitting outside, whatever. Um, so yeah, the, the minimal entertainment I'm doing takes place outside near the washer and dryer okay. so that's why i can't just like move laundry mountain down oh, to the washer and dryer i see yeah, i see yeah, i see yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a public space kind of yeah, yeah yeah okay 
the reason that I ask all these things Mm -hmm. is because I, and I want to just in solidarity, tell you that I have not lived alone, but when I have lived alone, this is absolutely me. Absolutely. (laughs) And I have, (laughs) but I feel like now I have checks and balances because I have been supervised for so long Mm -hmm. to get, um, housework done and like get certain things, but you know, me, myself, I'm a, I'm a Pisces mess. I would live in a garbage dump. Yeah. Are you Pisces too? That's right. Cause when, cause we had Luke Capasso on the show and who's all Pisces Pisces gang. Yeah. And then who is, who's the other gentleman that, Oh man, I forget. Uh, John Holmes. Yes. And if he's not a Pisces, he's close enough. Cause he was very, very sad. And (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's not sad, but his jokes had the flavor of being a little sad. And it was funny because we were, yeah. Yeah. No, he's a delight, but yeah, yeah. Absolutely delightful. Yeah. Um, okay. John Huck. That's that guy's name. Uh, no, John Holmes. Holmes. Yeah. Who's named John Huck. Okay. It doesn't matter. Um, listen, so John Huck, if you're listening, please call in, let us know if you're okay and who you are. Um, okay. So yeah. So knowing the layout of your house is important to me because I think this is a very easy fix, Gwen. Okay. I don't know the fix. I just believe that it's very easy because I mean, you just need some infrastructure. You need some support in your home to make this like a, cause this is a, you got, you're going to have laundry forever, you know? Right. So you got to get this dialed in Yeah. because it never stops. Yeah. You're right. You're right. <laughs> this is how I feel. Okay. So, um, item number one, you know, resource wise, have you had any familiarity with the Marie Kondo method? Yes, I have. How did that go? Oh, it went well. You know, um, so as we discussed, I, I moved, yeah, discuss moved our around. Relationship um, with objects. Yeah, yeah, know? relationship with objects. So we like moved around a lot as a kid mm-hmm. when I was kids. So like we it, it very frequently had to be like, hey, we, okay, so you can only take X number of whatever's and stuff like that. Um, and, and not in like a, you know, some sort of like weird punitive way. Like we can only bring one <laughs> apple. One toy and we're donating and one the One teddy rest. bear. Exactly. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't like that, but like there was a lot of very regular and scheduled like um, we need to go through like, yeah. you know, what, 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 what do you no longer use? Um, so um it's not yeah I didn't have any problem being like oh I'm done with this or you know yeah I didn't have any problem with that so are you familiar with the book the magic of tidying yes okay okay so I guess like the reason I bring Marie into the conversation is um I think the the super value and I didn't listen to the whole book I only listen to books because I'm very stupid I don't like reading and um I listen anything about that's true (laughs) just don't like reading. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not in a reading place through the Pando. I've watched everything on TV. Um, anyway, the, the principle that I'm going to bring in is the, her, I, her principle of like where your object's home is. Mm -hmm. So for me, like, um, I live in a studio apartment and I think that has really like, um, 
galvanized is not the right word. It's like really cemented this, like everything has a home because mm-hmm. things get out of hand in really small spaces. I also aspire to like live in tiny homes and like very small spaces. So I'm like kind of obsessed with this idea of minimalism and like getting rid of stuff and putting everything in its home. So like when you said the toothbrush went into the laundry, into the moat, I was like, no, no, the toothbrush (laughs) obviously lives in the bathroom. Right. Yeah. Toothbrush shouldn't even be in the bed, in the bedroom, you know? You're right. You're a hundred percent correct. So... Uh, where where's that breakdown do you think um i think it's just a lot of like being very overwhelmed um and like just just tired um Mm. and missing a lot of the uh things that really like buoy my spirit so i can do the things that i hate (laughs) like i fucking feel that you know? Yes. Spoonful of sugar to make the medicine yeah, go down. Exactly. And, and I don't want to be like, you know, some kind of nerd that's like, Oh, comedy was my life. But it was like, yeah. I don't think people realize like how, how lucky we were to like hear laughter all of the time. Like wow, it's so point. healing, you know? Yeah. And, um, and like, I love my job, but my job is very like sad. So your day um, job is sad. Yeah. Yeah my, my, yeah. my day job is very sad. So it was like, I would get a lot of like healing energy from, um, you know, even going to open mics and being in the audience or, Huge. you know, yeah. And being around comics. I mean, we're just, we're funny people, you know? Um, and so I don't, I'm not getting that, like, you know, I'm not getting gassed up with all the things yeah. that I enjoy so that I can do the things that I have to do. So like, you know, work, my, my yeah. day job is to like have to do like, you know, taking care of myself. That's like, I have to do yeah. uh, my pets. Um, but like housework is something that I've just felt like I do not have the energy for. <laughs> yeah. And what's the point? I don't mean to shame you, you know, when I'm no, asking about the details. No, I refuse. <laughs> um, you make such a great, comment about being surrounded by laughter I mean literally yeah it's it's wild um okay I fully feel you about needing the sort of joy bucket fillers yes uh good way to describe it in the absence of comedy but also like just we we're entitled to joy for oh yeah for our own selves what feel what what makes you feel joyful on your own like that doesn't depend on other people i'll give you one and then you, while you think about it and my one is um i watch rupaul's drag race pretty religiously yeah i watch it every saturday morning uh because it airs on friday night and i can see it saturday morning on the internet um I save it like, and I savor it. And I like usually I do chores like a, to accompany with it. Not at the same time, but usually it's like a little bit of cooking chores. Um, and yeah. And usually I fold my clothes to a, a movie or something that I'm excited to watch because yeah. um, so that's just a taste of mm-hmm. my joy bucket. Um, what do you got? I love it. Um, I love to um, do like a, like a, 18 step skincare, you know, routine and just like really just any skin cell that, you know, is even looking a little bit aged is just gone. 
<laughs> just off, just off chemicals, sandpaper, yes, exactly. whatever. Please yeah. get it now. Um, and just like a, like a cherub. Whatever. Yeah, done. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Oh my god! I saw this TikTok woman, and I was like, "What? You're you're in your forties, and you literally look like you were just born." Yeah, it's wild, it's wild what they're doing these days. Um, so I love to get into that. Um, I uh, I love to paint. I recently started painting. Oh. Um, I'm seeing a new therapist and she's an art therapist. Um, oh. And so I was like, at first she was like, you know, wanted to be like, let's make a paper mache boat about your feelings. And I was like, could I paint instead? And like... <laughs> Not to, you know, hate on the paper mache, but. I think a therapist who, who says wild shit like that is the best because what oh, could sure. you ever say to surprise her? If she's yeah. already said paper mache boat to you, yeah. nothing, nothing, nothing else be. is weird. Yeah. What do you got, a little cat there? Oh, this is my dog, Edna. Oh, cute. <laughs> she's a sweet baby. Um, yeah. So but she likes to be part of things so she has to be up Holy, in it yeah yes um but no I love I love going for walks okay. I love I love like um making a like a I love making like a special meal um yes. like even just for myself you know just like something that really like takes all day or something that Ooh, yeah. I have to like learn a new technique for any interesting something. new dishes on the on on the uh in your back pocket uh it's it's still kind of soup weather here so oh. I'm, I'm real i'm real in on the soups nice um, i just love it yeah yeah um, i love a, yeah. i love a new cooking technique uh oh, i got yeah. an immersion blender that i'm very excited <gasps> about speaking of soups oh yeah not you're gonna that, be souping it up yeah i mean not, not to get this podcast too exciting but i am i've got lentils on lentils Oh, snap. Woo. Okay. Um, great. Well, it's interesting that I love skincare for you. Mm-hmm. And I will point out that it's very like, you know, it's, it's very, um, attentive to your own needs mm-hmm. and like very, um, self-love oriented yes. <laughs> dog is in your grill. <laughs> part of it she I'm sure the, yeah well you and it I mean it's funny that you're saying you live alone but actually you have some like furry children that are in oh, your yeah. face yeah. yeah yeah oh yeah they wanted a dog and a cat so but they're sweeties well I'm saying like that's part of your home life so it's kind of like you know um it's not they're not <laughs> they're they're kind of dead weight because they're not helping. You know, they're not like roommates. They're not helping. <laughs> it's true. They they, they give are you love. An obligation. You know, like yeah, they're work. <laughs> they give you love and they require work. Yeah, yeah. So that's not helping Laundry Mountain either. I'm no. not saying that it's you should not have pets, <laughs> which. <laughs> I've kind of, um, I have a, a neutral pet stance, which okay. I know is very controversial to the culture, but, um, it's <laughs> how are you a Pisces in your neutral I know. toward pets? It's Cause all living beings are the same to me. So mitochondria, okay. right. fish, yeah. human, um, puppy, all the same. Um, anyway, 
enough about why I am a really evil person. Um, Not at all. But your, yeah, your skincare and painting and walk and like creating a special meal, you know, I want that to extend to your guest room. And I wonder, yeah, I guess like an early kind of, um, usually I wrap up with some witch shit, but the early witch shit that I will bring in is like, you know, Mm -hmm. if you are your house, Mm -hmm. you, you will, you know, it's kind of like skincare for your house, right? It's like, um, you know, you, you would pay the same like exfoliation, the same gentle, like really attuned focus um, to your home that you, you, you would pay to your skin. Um, I love that. Okay, great. <laughs> Whenever I say I something that. wild like that, I have to pause. I'm like, Oh, is she with me? She's no, like, I'm here okay, great, right great. here great. in the cosmos. <laughs> okay, <good>. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's so many times though, when like, for me, it's my car, my car is always an extension of my self. Mm, and when yeah. I wash my car, I feel great when I vacuum the inside of my car and it's, and, it, and like mechanic stuff. I'm like, it's always when I'm super stressed out that my car like breaks and I'm like losing my fucking mind, you know, of course. Yeah. And it's always, you know, uh, an opportunity to like, okay, why can't I take care of this? What is the underlying root? So that's what you're doing. And it's great. Um, yeah. So Okay. What's your relationship with clothes like? <laughs> um, you're a fashionista. Oh, um, I, so my relationship with clothes, I've had a pretty contentious relationship with clothes oh, no. um, as, as, as a fat girl. As a plus size uh, babe. Plus yeah, size, yeah. Extended sizes. Yes. Extended size babe. Um, well, they treat us like shit. These fashion they do. people. They do. And oh my God, uh, your jokes about it are so funny. I'm just remembering now. <laughs> Oh, um, what do you say it's just like big floral prints or like yeah buttons. Like, yeah like a, just like pockets that don't work like a non-functional pockets pockets. To nowhere. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and just, just like just every piece of trim or extra shit they've got they put it on a shirt you know yeah um yeah which I, yeah i don't understand um I, I don't understand. Well, they don't all. scale any of it either, no. which is like, here's some trim that was on a straight sized garment. And yeah. now it's very weird on this larger garment. And yes, yeah, they yeah. treat us like shit. They treat us like absolute shit. And they, they truly do. Yeah. Um. So I've, I've always like had kind of a contentious relationship with clothes. Um, I wore a lot of like hand-me-downs from my mm. mom, um, which I like kind of liked. I, w- I was, I was a bit of like an adventurous uh, and still am like a bit of an adventurous dresser. Um, yeah, you are. Yeah. Uh, when at like on stage and stuff, but I also just like to be comfy. Um, but um yeah, so I do a lot of like basics, but then with like a like a an a, an accessory, like yeah. like a big jewelry or a jacket or a headband or something. I find that my I've been I've been doing a lot of paring down, um, especially in the pando, because what I'm finding is like even my performance clothes, mm-hmm. I don't even need like I maybe need a jacket. And, yeah. and, and I'll pair it with really, really serious, comfy neutrals. And that's really it for me. Like, I don't, 
I wish I cared more about clothes, but I think I I'm sort of jaded because of the fucking fashion industry treating us yes. like crap. And I was, I lost some weight. No, not, um, not, um, necessarily intentionally there was anyway, but, um, I was nearing straight sizes and I was like, wow, this is going to be a whole new world and blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. Fuck it. Who cares? Like, I don't need yeah. all that shit anyway. Cause I like basic shit. Yeah. Like, um, I, I do you do this where you like, uh, if you find something that you like, you just buy like six of them because you're like, I'm never going to be able to find this again. Yes. <laughs> Maybe absolutely. not. Yeah. Uh, like, Several. like they're going to yeah. stop making black cardigans or something yeah. like, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I bought two of the same um, Forever 21 tracksuit in baby blue and black, for example. Uh, yeah, very good. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Fevs. Okay, great. Well, yeah, I mean, I definitely get the sense like, you know, you've got kind of a couple of different lives. You've got this day job, you've got this performance job, and mm-hmm. it's t- they're totally different costumes. So mm-hmm. it would make sense to me if you had kind of a lot um, going on there. And yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's not your fault. That's a, that's a tool, you know, that's part of your job, frankly, you know, and it's going to be more complicated than the average person. All right. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. Okay, great. (laughs) This is trying to make you feel better about it. And, you know, no, I appreciate it. I hadn't thought about it that way. Because we should take the shame out of it. I, this is also something I'm going to throw out there, which I feel like when I do laundry versus when, you know, my boyfriend does laundry or, or someone else I'm living with, where I'm like, bitch, you did all your laundry in one load. I had to do five loads and it's yes. because my body is bigger. My garments are bigger. Yeah. Take a, taking up more space. in so it's like, you know, potentially a bigger laundry mountain, but maybe a way to think about it is less garments in laundry mountain. Yes. It looks intimidating because it's very large, but you know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Big bitch is going to have a bigger laundry mountain. Yeah. And there's all kinds of stuff in there. There's sweaters, there's, you know, jeans, sweats. So, you know, who knows, who knows that some of that's just taking up a lot of real estate. Let me ask you this. When I, when you think about laundry mountain going all away at Uh once, versus like, do you think the way out, does it feel good? <laughs> yeah. I wish I could drive over and do it right now for you. I would love ah! to do it. I would love to do it. You start, you find some vaccinated Virgos. They'll get right in there. Start putting right? that shit oh right God. away. Just invite them over. You don't even have to ask them. Anyway. Hey, um, you guys want to see my guest room? <laughs> I am a Virgo rising and occasionally I will start cleaning my very, very close friends' apartments um, okay. for them because it feels, it feels good. I I'm telling you, like, I really had to get in touch with the part of myself that enjoyed order before I started doing it. Um, Mm -hmm. but you know, it's, it's different for everyone. Um, okay. So when you think about laundry mountain going away, do you think of it as going to be like one crazy Sunday or do you think you're going to be able to do it a little by little? (sighs) That's a great question. Okay. <laughs> because I keep deluding myself that I'm going to do it both ways. Because I'll be like, I'll, I'll, I'll like 
get to the week I'll be like okay the weekend's coming up I got right. nothing going on on Sunday <laughs> I'm totally gonna tackle laundry mountain and yeah. then it gets to be like you know 10 o'clock Sunday night and I have not tackled laundry mountain yeah. and I'll be like you know what i I really don't have much going on in the evenings when I get home from work this week. I'll just do a little bit each night and yeah. it'll be like no big deal. <laughs> so currently my like the the plan Both that strategies. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are not so currently working. the plan that I'm like deluding myself to is <laughs> like that tomorrow is Friday, tomorrow after work, mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't have a lot going on. It's the, okay. the weather's kind of yucky. Mm. Um getting ready for the, uh, the vernal equinox. It yes. would be good to just like clear all that, that out and yeah. have it done and, um, you know, start fresh with no laundry mountain. Okay. When you are, okay. So if we were to visualize that process, you're mm-hmm. it, it's, and it's literally tomorrow night. So it's pretty close. You know, you're, you can put yeah. yourself there. Um, is it, clothes going from the guest room into your room and into a drawer uh into a closet into a closet is it in the same space uh no they're like across the hallway from okay okay yeah and that's why that's why systemically i am concerned about this system and and i think laundry mountain will return Oh yeah, laundry mountain will definitely return. I, but that's we got to cut this thing off at the head. Is what the way I think about it. So okay, what what I okay, my first hit was like she's got to fold her clothes downstairs. Okay, so tell me, I hang up on hangers. Oh, you hang 90, up on hangers. Ninety percent of what I have. Well, uh, that's huge. You're not even folding. Yeah, just hanging them up on hangers. But you can't hang them up downstairs. No, not really. Impossible. Yeah. You have to bring them upstairs. Yeah. Why do they go to the guest room? Why don't they go straight into your room? Where because the they're going to sleep in my room, you know? Okay. Well, it's usually like, oh, I just did all this laundry. Now I have to fold it. I don't want to put it in here. And like my bedroom's my sanctuary. I, yeah. You know, I need to rest. I hear you. We need to take fold out of your vocabulary. You are not folding anything. You need to hang up your clothes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think it, I know this seems silly, but I think it will help because you are, it's like naming what needs to happen. The chore is it's not even full. It's getting the clothes into the space where it's there to enjoy, to go to like, also, because I think you are fashionista, I want you to have, you know, and you're a painter. I need you to have all of your tools. You know, I need you to have your full palette. Cause you're, you're an right. artist of, of yeah. garments. So, you know, I need you to, um, I need you. I, I am, an, I hope you can connect. I'm sometimes I forget this is a pep talk and I'm like, I'm like, um, <laughs> telling you what to, I'm tough loving is what it is. Yeah. It's, it's no, a tough I, love talk. I need this tough. Love. I know, but you deserve a pep talk. What, what I'm, I hope that you can reframe. Um, yeah, th- that your clothing, the way you express yourself, you know, is we need it. We need you to be head to toe, you know, in, 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 as yourself, the world needs you, um, to be fully yourself. You know, we also want you to have your sanctuary, your home, um, to be dialed in because that's kind of part of yourself and how you serve others, but also just because you're a precious jewel and you deserve to have everything dialed in. Um, 
you are a single parent right now. I mean, you are like taking care of yourself. You're taking care of your animals isolated in this space. So it's a lot and Mm -hmm. it's not easy. It's true. So there are, you know, there are probably some kind of tool. There's probably some kind of life hack of getting the laundry. Okay. So what I see, the life hack that I see is like, you've got a, a, the laundry is coming directly out of the dryer onto a hook and, and it's, they're all on hangers. They're in the laundry basket. The whole laundry basket goes up into your room and then you hang everything up directly from there. That would be the best way. There's a reason that it's not working like that. And maybe it's a laundry cadence thing. I've, I'll be honest with you. I have never lived with laundry except when I was a child. So I have no idea how I would even do laundry and in my home. But yeah, when I bring laundry back from the laundry room, it goes on my bed, folded and away immediately because I live in a studio apartment with my boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, So this does make a lot of sense. It's one chore instead of it being like five chores, because when it's in your home, you've got to start the laundry, come Mm -hmm. back to it whenever the fuck you remember, start it, you know, dryer. And then the third chore, because it's not like, okay. You hear what I'm saying, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. My my partner doesn't have a washer or dryer at his place. So he's I'm like, well, do you want to come do laundry over here? And he's like, no, I'm going to get it all done in 45 minutes yeah. if I take it to the laundromat. So I, yeah, no, no, I understand. Yeah, no, I, I definitely, yeah, um, can can see the, the method there. But yeah, and I think I... Um, I hated folding laundry as a kid. And there, mm. um, there was a lot of laundry, like folding, actual folding. Yeah. Um, like this, the house I live in now, like the rooms are real small. So there's like not a lot of room for like dressers, but like the, it, it has a closet. So yeah. um, all my stuff gets hung up. So um, yeah, so I, um, yeah, I, 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 you're, I do have kind of a, like a negative association with like the folding of laundry. Um, you I would keep say. saying, yeah, because you, you keep yeah. saying folding, but it's not folding. Yeah, it's, it's not it's, folding. It's, it's well, that's a great up. bypass then, uh-huh. you know? Oh, these clothes. I just need to hang them up. Yeah. Okay. I see. Um, that. just a, just a tiny reprogram, just yeah. a tiny reformatting of this bit. chore so mm-hmm. that the chore isn't so loaded. Yeah. Make some clothes and yeah. you know, um, I think you can skip the step of the guest room altogether. I don't even, I think, you know, if, if you were in the business of giving yourself some serious boundaries with this, uh-huh. you know, maybe, maybe your clothes are not allowed in the guest room. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just sit with that. You're really driving a hard bargain. That's not, um, okay. that's not a rule. Um, just as you know, you, something you can sit with and dive into. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I see it now. That's sounds no, like it does not feel good. No, you're, you're right. That's, you. that, that's, that, that is just what needs to happen. Yeah. It could be a thing where it's maybe just a rule for a week. Mm-hmm. So Just that you can see how it goes, A, and B, um, uh, 
you know, see if you can lessen Laundry Mountain just with that rule in place, because okay. I'm assuming you're going to like taking out yeah, take a little, whatever's been taken out can't yeah. go back in. Okay. And just shouting this out, the reason most of us put our laundry on our own beds is because then we have to get them off yeah. the beds before night night. Yeah. And, um, you know, that is, you know, sleep is for me, that's right in the joy bucket. You know, it's a powerful that's motivator. True. I love, that's but true. I hear, I, I also hear you when you say that your bedroom is a sacred space. Yeah. Um, but maybe because you hold your bedroom as a sacred space might be a good laundry staging location to get. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like just get my stuff, get my tools yeah. in the, in the room where I need them in, in my sanctuary. So, yeah. um, yeah. Um, interesting. Interesting. Oh, I like it. I like it. Okay. 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 Yeah, great. Yeah, I, I, I mean, like what, it. what I want, what I want is for, you know, Chip and Joanna Gaines from Fixer Upper to design you the laundry room that you deserve. And frankly, homes are very badly designed with laundry oh, in totally. mind. They're all in the basement. We have to yeah. schlep upstairs and it's all a whole thing. That's why there's a whole, um, you know, moms in fucking cornflake commercials are always sitting with clothes, folding them in the living room. when it's like, yeah. that's not where clothes go. Yeah, you're right. It's a, it's, it's a fucking epidemic. It really is. And, th and that's why we all hate this chore so much. Yeah. Because it's, it is such a chore and it's like, God, I'm going to put this thing on again. And then I have to do this again. And I don't, I don't even like clothes that much because it's hard to find ones that, yeah. I, that look good on me. And I just, you know, yeah. Can I just have a like a, a zip up spacesuit or something? You know, you can have a zip up spacesuit though. You absolutely can. That's true. I will point out: not everybody hates this chore. Marie Kondo loves it. Okay. She loves mess, and she. <laughs> okay, Remember? like is Marie Kondo like a a real person or is like she Marie Kondo? No, I I know I'm teasing. She's special. Um, she's I like so her show. Special. What oh, she's I delightful. But, but the way you know the Marie Kondo of it all for me is like she always she talks about. And again, you know, I'm Asian, so I have to have this like um, this. I think there's like a, a, a little bit of Taoism in there where it's like every mm -hmm. object is kind of special, sacred, you know. Yes. And so she talks a lot about, well, if you hang your clothes up or you fold it in a certain way, it extends the life of the garment. It's showing respect and mm -hmm. and kind of this, you know, just balance with whatever with life. And, um, it, you know. I don't know. I shred my clothes. I don't know. They're all like garbage falling apart, but again, because yes. I buy them at forever 21, but, um, yeah, just that I want, you know, your clothes are, you know, you should have the most exquisite clothes that are in the best condition because you're very special. Oh, mm. well, thank you. Yeah. You're right. You're right. <laughs> okay. I wish, yeah, I wish there were more resources for this, but it's just trash. I mean, you know, if, if, if something at the container store mm -hmm. is going to help, you know, I don't know, maybe take a walk through. Okay. That's a thought. Yeah. Yeah. My, you know, 
my first inclination, if this were me, is I would throw money at the situation, right? I would buy new hangers or something that like excited me, delighted me about the closet experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you say you have like all the wool balls and all the delicious laundry things that make it so good. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. The the, like physical washing of the clothes is Is good. Yeah. It's it's not so much the problem. It's more the, um, what do you do with these clean yeah, clothes? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you hang them uh, up. Yeah, you hang them up, and you and you show them the respect that they deserve because wish, you deserve it. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's true. But what I want for you is, oh my God! You know what? Every time I get on YouTube and I see someone design their own home, they put the washer and dryer in the ensuite bathroom. Where oh, it's so brilliant! Yeah. It's like, I mean, why, why are we not doing this? Oh, all the- I just realized why. We, oh my God. Okay. This is huge. This is all um, the result of misogyny because the way people probably designed houses was not yeah. with the homemaker in mind, you know? No, it was so like, th- get that out of the way. So nobody, so your husband doesn't have to look at it. Get that out of the way. So your so your man can't, doesn't have to look at those laundry machines in the basement. Yeah. I got to read a paper and, and fucking say some racial slurs. It's the sixties. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you're so right. I love when I can blame a problem on, you know, patriarchy or no, totally. Yeah. Um, I will say that, um, so my sister recently built a house and they did that where it's like, and she even like had a little thing where she put in like a countertop so she can like fold her laundry there. brilliant see um yeah I know I know and she kind of has maybe a a similar laundry story you know since you guys grew up together I'm assuming yes so yeah and she and when we we're we're talking laundry at her house she's got three kids um and so and three dogs and so so it's it's just bananas amount of laundry that I can't even imagine but you gotta um, redo your whole house to get all this laundry done Yeah, exactly. But um, so there was a time when I was looking at like um, remodeling a room upstairs and Mm. I was like, hey, what about moving my washer and dryer upstairs? And they said, that's actually like um, you can't get like a homeowner's insurance policy because like if it floods, then it fucks up your whole house instead of just like one floor. Um, So that's kind of the issue with like retrofitting current houses to do that. That sucks. Yeah. All and right, they have maybe- to have that big plug in the, for the dryer. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah, you got to cut a hole in the outside of the house. Yeah. 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 All right. Maybe those, maybe those misogynists had, had it's a good idea. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of ways that could, could have been done that would yeah. have been a, like a little bit easier, but um, you know, yeah. what can you, I'm just glad it's not my basement. Cause it's yeah. super hard to get laundry down there. It's a tough one, Gwen. This is probably the t- this is probably the toughest struggle that I've come across, frankly. Oh wow! Yeah, because there's no reason for you to overcome it. Truly, <laughs> truly, it's okay. in another room. It's okay. not, you know. But I, I will, I will say this. Um, I, we're we're starting to do outdoor comedy shows here. Mm-hmm. I'm fully vaccinated. There's going to be somebody staying in my guest room in like two weeks. Okay. So well, now we it's going to happen before then motivation. it's going to happen. So, for before Yeah. Then. Yeah. It has but, to happen for that. Yeah. But the, but, the, but you dealing with an internal problem with internal roots 
is fucking tough, dude, because it's yeah. kind of all on you and you're alone and you don't really have support. Can you make your partner do it? That would, that's my next, that's my, I just think you need a reset. Uh-huh. Um, and if you can make somebody else do it or like, or be there with you, I mean, yeah, maybe that would be helpful. Maybe I don't. I I feel such shame around it that oh, it's like no. I don't want to let other people see my laundry mountain. <laughs> well, I I don't want to leave but, you no, with I get shame it, no. because yeah, no, the whole, no, 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 yeah, the whole deal. You know that like I I think you're naming some really good things. You're naming like why you have this distaste for folding. You are gonna you know. So I I just say try to remember that stuff when it comes yeah. up, when the shame feeling comes up, the next feeling is there is no reason that I should enjoy folding clothes. There was nothing good about this when I was younger. There are misogynistic flaws in my home layout. Yeah. Chip and Joanna Gaines are not going to save me and I have to save <laughs> myself. And that is not fair. <laughs> that is <sighs> not okay that I am not going to get a fixer upper the bunch of fucking shiplap. Not fair. You're so right. It's not, it's not. Um, and I want, okay. So my, my witch shit blessing, um, that I'm going to connect you to is the energy that every human has about laundry. And like you said, it's like a very, I think it is widely disliked. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's uncomfortable. And every human puts that I know who puts their laundry on their bed only does it so that they have to fold it and get it out of there before they sleep on their bed. So that energy of mm-hmm. I'm doing this, <laughs> I'm setting myself up to complete this task only because I absolutely have to is like, very common and is not anything to be ashamed of. Everyone is treating themselves like a baby or a dog or a child when it comes to laundry, because we're all self-parenting in this one chore that is just hard and not intuitive and not easy really for anybody but Marie Kondo. Or Chip and Joanna Gaines because they have the infrastructure or your sister now because they have the infrastructure. Right. It's not intuitive. It's not easy. You're so right. I mean, okay. you're absolutely right. Yeah. That it's like, it. yeah. It's universally, yeah. It's pretty, it's almost universally disliked. Yeah. Nothing to be ashamed of. Absolute pandemic anxiety is is it. And sadness. And you're lacking the joy, um, you know, that you need to kind of, get through all the stuff we have to do. Yeah. Oh, okay. The other magical thing is that this will pass, not um, the pandemic. It will pass, but I, th- I think that this is this anxiety about folding might be on its way out. Oh, I like, I like this. Okay, of that. good. Yeah. But especially yeah. since you're only hanging. I think that like I don't even wear socks because it seems like too much effort. Wow. Worried about your tootsies though. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, you saying that I'm like, okay, this is big. This is a big pattern. Um, 
but those things can be changed, you know? Yeah. Because okay. not everything is true about, um, you know, what you were um, mad and sad about as a kid as, as it is today. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Okay. You feel good? Yeah. Okay, good. I feel excellent. And anybody who loves and supports you is not going to mind your laundry. Not a bit. All right. Right? Yeah. That's it's true. mostly clean. Yeah. Yeah. It's cute. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> okay great yeah so every yeah yeah all the all the energy like it's like um it's like glittery it's like um golden sparkly energy from every single person folding their clothes because they have to fold their clothes before they go to bed and it's like we're all being our own kind of parents so your oh. parent will present when it's right and you'll get it done yeah I love it. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Mostly tomorrow. But if it isn't finished tomorrow, it's going to happen before you, um, your guest room is rented or, or taken. Perfect. And it's always good to set up external things so that you, you know, finish something. I yes. tell my yeah. listeners, my podcast comes out every Wednesday morning. And so now it does. And yeah, it sucks sometimes. No, but you have to build in those accountability factors for yourself, especially in this like lawless time yeah. of no schedule, no but supervision. also somehow have no time. But yeah, as much or more work than yes, you had before. Yes. Yeah. No, fuck mm-hmm. off with that. That's yeah. is a raw deal. <laughs> it truly is. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah. Good. That's a great way to see it is that you're doing more work with less resources because of the anxiety that's a constant drain on us and um, not your fault. All right. right. Thank you. Parenting energy, joy. I feel like I haven't hit it yet. It's like, um, yeah. I mean, what we need is those cobbler's elves that do the chores at night. Oh, are those available? <laughs> no, no, that's not, that's not real. They're probably, they're probably filling vaccine vials yeah, right they're, now. They're, they're, they got tiny little hands. So exactly. They, yeah. They're They're good for things like that. <laughs> tiny Marie condos to come to our home <sighs> at night and help us. Oh, she, my she loves mess. I would love that. No. Okay. Okay. So I guess, so trying to find the middle ground between like the joy of taking care of your skin and taking care of your home, um, something in there, something in the overlap of that skincare for your house, but it's gotta be fun you know Mm -hmm. the way I think of your clothes hanging in your closet is fun to me like I would be excited to get dressed if I were you and I was looking at all my clothes in the closet because I've seen your clothes they're fun yeah okay what if they were in order of color or okay what if putting them away was a fun puzzle like they've got to go in the skirt section, but with, 
I mean, it's boring when I say it like that, but thinking of like you're painting and you're, you, you're yeah. responding to colors and, and maybe color would be something, an element to make it a joyful process. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I definitely believe you get, you have to make your own magic and make these. your own magic. Yeah. Maybe it's, I used to do this self-punishment thing where it's the only time I would watch basketball is at the gym. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. yeah. Yeah. It's like, Oh, I wonder why I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So this is not, this is not good advice, but, um, I, I am getting that there is a way for you to find joy in this care of yourself and your clothes. Mm-hmm. You just got to figure it out. Yeah. Okay. Hold it. <laughs> feel like you've been like, like, uh, okay, Brie. For like no, okay, okay. no, not at all. I'm so into it. I'm so like, oh, this makes a lot of sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Totally. <clears throat> Thing is shit. When we're kids, it takes a long time to shake out, mm-hmm. you know, um, having a distaste for something when you're a kid, like there's a whole narrative behind it. So, you know, yeah, sit with it, right. sit with yeah. it. Maybe something will shake out, um, you know, in 48 hours, but maybe it's something that takes, um, some time to figure out, you know, your home personality and, and what you, what you, um, your relationship with your clothes is like. Yeah. Okay. I feel that. Okay. Great. Excellent. Great. Well, I think you can do it. Um, I wish you the best of luck. I'm very, you know, Thank you. I continue to be extremely jealous of your home and I'm starting to think of myself like, wow, I'm living in a studio apartment. What would I even do with two rooms? I probably would have my own laundry mountain. I would probably have all kinds of, um, you know, just wild shit strewn about. And so I don't, I, I think you're doing the Lord's work of maintaining a two bedroom (laughs) home over there. Thank you. But you know, I, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. It, this is like, I need to do this, like, cause it will be energizing for me, not because it's like a punishment. Yeah. Energizing for you. Yeah. That's a great way. Exfoliate your guest room, girl. That's the mantra. Doing it. Okay. That's Exfoliate the mantra. your guest room. Exfoliate your guest room, girl. Yeah. That's it. Love it. Marvelous. Okay. Well, Gwen, thank you. I feel like I was babbling for quite a long time and I gave you advice instead of pep talk, but I, I think you got this. Yeah. Do great. And, um, I can't wait till we get to be on stage together again. Yay. Yay. Okay. Well, I hope everyone, um, follows you and, um, they definitely should to get, um, all the, all the hot, show previews, all the articles, all the satirical (laughs) queer content. Yes. Yes. And, um, all of the animals in wigs. Ooh, (laughs) that sounds like content that I need. Um, very much. Yes. Good. Okay. Every Wednesday. Oh, really? A different wig every Wednesday? Yeah. Oh my God. Well, it's, uh, I am very transparent that I just steal these pictures off the internet, oh, okay, but great. every Wednesday I do post a picture of an animal in a way. <laughs> what a great selling point, you know? Yeah. What, a, what an yeah. easy, no brainer follow, you know? Yeah. Great. Yeah. Hashtag wigs day. Well, I think that you are spreading your joy and helping other people fold their laundry. What do you, th- what do you think about that? I love it. 
great. I love it. That's, that's really, that's how, you know, you've released it was when you can help somebody else. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, Gwen, thank you for being in community with me and I'm going to end the podcast the way I end every episode of you can do it with Brie Pruitt. And that's by singing the very end of end of the road by boys to men. And you're welcome to join in if you would like. Okay. And now we've come to the end, end of, the of the road, and I can't, and I can't let, let go. go. It's a natural. You belong to me. I belong. I belong to you.